Shus, the Rosh Hakailo, Chaverim, Shaimei Likhi, Rameir Belio. It's a schus to be here. Hamechi Mitzadeh Gover. I'm supposed to be back in Cleveland here. So it's a schus to be able to give the shear. Especially, I usually give a shear on Thursdays in Meshachachma. So I want to go through a Meshachachma. The last Meshachachma in this week's Parsha which it's not 100% clear exactly how it finds its place in this Parsha. It has to do with the Beis Hamikdash. The Parsha has to do with the Mishkan. But could be there's no other place for it to be put. And Rabbi Simcha put it here. So the Gemara in Yuma tells us, the Mishnah actually talks about different personalities in the times of the Beis Hamikdash that mazkirin oisam l'shevach. We mention them in a praiseworthy fashion. And one of them was Nikonar. Nikonar Nasu Nisim Ledal Soisov. A famous miracle happened with the doors that he brought to the Beis Hamikdash. And the Gemara says, Andaf Lamelchest, Hanur Abonon, what exactly was the nace? So, famous story Nikonar went to Alexandria in Egypt to bring doors for the Beis Hamikdash. And on the way home on the boat, he was, uh, there was waves, there was a storm, it was going to capsize. They took one door, they threw it into the Yam. Still didn't help. They wanted to throw the second door in. So he tied himself to it and he said, If it's going, I'm going with it. And the, uh, the uh, sea calmed down. But he was very bothered that the second door they had thrown overboard and it didn't make it. He didn't think it would make it to the base Hamikdash. So when he got to the port of Akoi, the Gemara says, the door was floating there. A nace happened, the door was floating. Usually it should have sunk. It floated to, the, to Eretz Yisrael. The Gemara says, Ye shaymrim, some say some type of sea creature swallowed it and then spit it out onto the dry land. And then the Gemara says, the fichach, the Gemara quotes a Mishnah Masech Demidais. Kol ha-she'orim nishtanu li'oy shelzov. Sometime when they built the second base, Hamikdash Kla Yisrael was not so rich at that time, coming back from Bavel. And they didn't make the doors out of gold, they made them out of other materials. But eventually, when they got richer in Eretz Yisrael, they changed all the doors in the base, Hamikdash, to be gold. Chutz Mishare Nikonar, except for these doors. Because of this miracle that occurred with them, they didn't want to change the door. Then the Gemara says others disagree and they say, you want to know why the door wasn't changed? The copper of this door was very shiny like gold. So it was very similar to gold. There was no real reason to change the door. So Meir Simcha is bothered. Why does the Gemara, why does this Yeshaimrim need a new reason why we didn't change the door? What was wrong with the first reason? A miracle happened. We want to leave them. Shari Nikonar happened an unbelievable nace to these doors. It's a great reason. No, we done. that's not a good enough reason. Happens to be, it looks gold, so that's like enough for us. So he says a very interesting Chiddush. And he says, he quotes a very famous Gemara in Bavakama. And the Gemara in Bavakama, Dav Samach, is talking about a Pasuk with David HaMelech in Shmuel Beis, Chav Gimel, that the Pasuk says that Vais Abed David, David had a desire, Who's going to bring me some water to drink from the pit in Beis Lechem? 
So it says the three mighty Gibayrim broke through the Machana Plishtim, they broke through the camps of the Plishtim, and they went to Beis Lechem and they brought him back water. So the Gemara understands this, that the Pasuk is not literal. Rather, this Pasuk is referring to David HaMelech had a Shailah. He's in the middle of a war with the Plishtim and had a Shailah that needed to be answered by the Sanhedrin. So the Gemara says that these three Gibayrim risked their lives to go to the Sanhedrin and bring back the answer. And the Gemara says three options of what David HaMelech Shailah was. One was the question of Tamun Ba'esh. Tamun Ba'esh, that's what the Gemara is referring to over there, that the, uh, the troops had burnt some type of um, haystack that belonged to Jews, and the question was, there were kalim, there were vessels, there were utensils hidden inside the haystack. And that's a question of Machlaikas Rabbi Yehud and the Rabbanon. Tamun beish, if something is hidden, and you're not supposed, you don't, wouldn't think that this is hidden in a haystack, and you burn down the haystack, are you obligated to pay for the utensils or not? So that was the question that he had. Were, the, was he, were they obligated to pay for these kalim? And they needed to hear from the Sanhedrin, and the Gemara doesn't say exactly what the Sanhedrin paskin, because it's a machlekes, Rabbi Yudin and the Ravonon, but they paskin something. Another two options the Gemara gives, Ravuna says that the, um, there were some barley stacks, hay stacks, uh, uh, stacks of barley that the plishtim were hiding inside of. And the question was, if they burned down all that barley to kill the plishtim, are you allowed to save yourself by damaging someone else's property. And the next question was, they wanted to take barley from the Jews to feed their animals. And their plan was, when they get to the Plishti neighborhood, they're going to get some uh, beans from them that they're going to conquer, and they'll repay the Jews for what they had taken. These were the Shilas that were asked to the Sanhedrin. So the Gemara says... The Pasuk ends off and says, This water that these mighty people brought back, David HaMelech didn't drink the water, he poured it out to Hashem. Which means to say that he didn't benefit from it. So the Gemara says, if it's talking about the case of um, the case of saving themselves with uh, damaging the Jews' haystacks, or is the barley stacks, whatever they were, or taking Amanas to pay back. So those are all types of damaging, those type of stealing. Even if the halacha was mutter, says the Gemara, David HaMelech didn't want to rely on the heter. So even though the Sanhedrin said it's okay, he says, I'm not doing it. But ask the Gemara if it's a question of tamun ba'esh, that they went and they burnt down. They have already burnt down. It wasn't like Chatzchila. They, bur- they burnt down the Jewish haystacks and there were utensils in there. So the question is, what do you mean? He didn't benefit from what? If he's Chayev or he's Pater. What does it mean that he didn't want to benefit from it? So the Gemara says that what it means to say is that he didn't want to drink from them meant to say that he did not say over the Halacha in the name of those Gibayrim who heard it from the Sanhedrin. Meaning normally they would go to the Sanhedrin, come back and say, Chayev. 
So Dabra Malach will make an announcement. These three Gibayrim said in the name of the Sanhedrin that you're Chayev, or Pater, whichever one it is. It'll go down in the Gemara and history that this is the Psak. No, we don't say that in their name. Why? Because Dabra Malach said, Kach Mikublani. I have a Kabbalah from the Bezdin of Shmuel Haramasi. Someone who risks his life for a Dvar Halacha. What right did they have to risk their lives to go find out a Halacha? The Shmuel HaRamasi, Shmuel HaNavi said, someone who does that, and you would say, wow, what an unbelievable thing. Taira, the Psak Halacha, David HaMelech needs a Psak. No. You don't say it in his name. And there the Gemara ends off and says, Therefore, we say it, It's just Stam. We just say in the name of the Gemara, this is the Halacha. Because of this idea, that if a person risks his life to go hear a Dvar Halacha, say a Dvar Halacha, you don't say it. He did something incorrect. You can't be Moser Nafshay for that. You can't risk your life to find out a halacha. And therefore, even if you do, you don't say it over in the person's name. I think, couldn't find above a comma. Must be, the Elam's learning above a comma here. But I think the Marsha says, because it says, If you say something over in the name of someone who said it, you bring Geula Le'olam, says the Marsha, but if the person who did it, did it incorrectly, how could Geula come through something that was wrong? So you don't say it in his name because you can't bring Geula through something that was wrong. That's what the Marsha says. So this is the, the sugi over there in Bavakama. And the Meshachachma even learns this into a Pasuk in Tehillim. L'kdoishim asher ba'aretz heima, Pasuk in Tehillim, Tezayin, v'adirei kolchefsibam, adirei are the giboyrim. Kolchefsibam, I find everything I want in them. These are the Talmidei Chachamim. But says the Pasuk further, Yirbu atzvaisav, it's going to be very sad for them. Why? Acher Maharu, because they went very quick, quickly to go ask their Shaila. They risked their lives to go ask their Shaila. I'm not going to put their names on my lips. I can't say it over in their name. That's how he learns into that Pasuk, in Tehillim Tezayin. So therefore, the Meshachachma says as follows. Nikonar risked his life for his doors. Nicanor was willing to be thrown into the yam so that his door should be saved. So this is not the way the Marsha is understanding that why you don't say it over in the person's name because the Meshachachma is saying you don't even want to celebrate it at all. The second, the Yeshayimim that said we're not going to keep the doors because a nace happened with these doors. A nace happened? A nace happened by Nicanor who risked his life incorrectly to do it. It's not Pikuach Nefesh. You don't give up your life for doors for the base Hamikdash. And therefore, just like you don't say over a halacha, B'Shem, a person who risks his life for a Dvar halacha, says the Meshachachma saying a Chiddush here, you don't even celebrate it. You don't even want to mention the fact that it's Shari Nicanor. And therefore, that can't be the reason why they didn't change the doors to gold to remember the nace. We don't want to mention that nace. That nace in the name of Nicanor was something incorrect. Therefore, the Yesh Oimrim has to say that a different reason because they look like gold. But continues the Meshach Achma, Amnam, there's an exception to this. 
If it comes to Talmud Torah of the Rabbim, of the masses, a person has to be Moser Nefesh. And we find this concept by Yeshua. Yeshua is at war. The Gemara Megillah Daf Gimel. But the Gemara Megillah doesn't say Yeshua was punished. Tysus brings down another Gemara in Erevin. But the Yalkut says, why was Yeshua punished? Rashi's mashma, the taina on him was at night when they weren't at war. Meshachachma says, no, the taina was bishas milchama. They weren't meiser nefesh to learn taira. It's a sakana, they're at war. You're going to start saying a shir in the middle of the war? Talmud taira de rabim? Yes. Tamutayr the Rabbim is so chashuv that even a person has to be misakin himself. And therefore he says, Moshe Rabbeinu, the Medrash tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu was Moshe Nosan Nafshay al Torah shall call Yisrael. He was Moshe Nefesh for Torah for Gans Kla Yisrael. Lefichach, that's why it's called Zichru Tairas Moshe Avdi. Says the Medrash, when was Moshe Rabbeinu Moshe Nefesh? So the Medrash says, because he went up on Har Sinai 40 days and 40 nights. That's Mesiris Nefesh. I would think the Pashib Shad is that the Malachim wanted to de- hurt him up there. The Rav of Antwerp said, 40 days Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't accomplishing anything. He was a Malach. A Malach doesn't grow. Moshe Rabbeinu, what did the Arachayim HaKadr says? What did he eat in Shemayim? He ate Torah in Shemayim. He says, Lechem lo says, he said, it's a Malach. You know what Moshe Rabbeinu could have accomplished in 40 days if he would have stayed on this earth? But he gave that up to go get the Torah for Kla Yisrael. That's the Mesiras Nefesh, and it's Nikra, it's Nikra al-Shemai. So Meshachachma is saying a lot of Chidushim here, a lot of Chidushim, that there's a Yeshayimim that says that you don't, if you're Meshachachma Nefesh for something, you don't get any credit for it. For Tivrei Torah, that's a Gemara. He's saying a Chidush. He's saying a Chidush. Pashas, we don't pass in that way because we mention Sharei Nikonar. We mention it, L'Shevach, the Mishnah says. So it seems we don't uh, go with this Yesh Aymrim. But we do find by Hillel. Hillel went up onto the roof to hear the Shir Shemayi Vavtalyan. And it was, a, it was, it does not clear if it was snow in the, in the forecast or not. But it was in Chaydish Tevis. It wasn't so Pashat. And uh, he went up there. And the question is, what, what hetzer did Hillel have to be Moiser Nafsha? Now we do find that a person is supposed to be Moiser Nafsha B'Tayra, Adam Ki Yomus right? Memis Atzmai. The Maral, I think, even asks on this Gemara, what happened to that? The Maral says that's in the Torah itself. You're not risking your personal life to go out for the Torah. That's what the Gemara is referring to. In the Torah, you've got to work hard and be Memis Atzmai in the Torah. So what hetter did Hillel have to go up on the roof and risk his life to the Shir Shmaya Vavtalyan? So in Slavodska they used to say that anyone who thinks the story of Hillel is a lesson in Avasatira is missing the boat. Because Avasatira has rules to it. Pikuach Nefesh, Avasatira, Pikuach Nefesh wins. You can't give up, risk your life for Avasatira. In Slavodska they used to say, the story of Hillel is a lesson in Bikuach Nefesh. 
because Hillel, to miss one day of the Shir of Shemaya Vavtalyon, for him, that was losing his life. That was Pikuach Nefesh. So now he had a Shaila. Pikuach Nefesh of missing the Shir, or Pikuach Nefesh of having the snow. He paskined, the snow is going to take time till I lose my life. Right now, I'm missing the Shir. He paskined. So you've... It's a big chiddush. I don't know if you could do it. Halacha We do find, you know, Ben Zayma didn't get married because uh, Ben Zayma didn't get married because of Avas Atayra, right? That's not a heter for every person. But Hillel Amaisa is teaching us the concept for him missing one day of shear. That's pikuach nefesh. He can't make it up tomorrow. He can't get the chazara tomorrow. He's going to miss it. For him, it was pikuach nefesh, and therefore he allowed himself to go up there. This is what they used to say in Slavodska. But let's just. For the last few minutes, flip it around something to get to us. To this story of Yeshua. Yeshua is in the Mucham of Ai, and the Malach comes to him. And the Malach, and he turns to him and he says, Yeshua says, Are you on our side or on our enemy's side? So the Gemara says, What was the question? He told him, You did two things wrong. Emesh, yesterday, you were mevatel the Talmud Shal Shachar. You didn't bring the Talmud. And today, you were, you're mevatel Taira. So he said to him, so, well, which one is your Taira now? What are you upset about now? Atobasi, I'm talking about the Taira now. So Taisu says a Maridika thing there. Taisu says, how do you learn that into the Gemara? So Taisu says, halonu ata. Are you coming because Taira Tziva lanu Maisha? Halonu? You coming for the Taira? Imlitzarenu, Karbanus, our Megan, Karbanus protect us from our enemies. Are you coming for the Lanu of Tairat Lanu, or are you coming for Litzarenu, the Karbanat Tamid that we didn't bring? So what should he be answered? Should have answered, Lanu, I came for Tairat Lanu. No, he answers, Atabasi. He says, Taisus, Shanemar Va'ato Kisvulachem is Ashira Azois. is referred to as Ato Kisvulachem. Frekta Panovich Arav, why are you bringing a new Pasuk? What was wrong with Taira Tziva Lanu Moshe? The question was, Lanu Litzarenu. So he brought me another Pasuk about Taira. Atta. Just say, Taira Tziva Lanu. So he says a very similar Mahalach that we're saying here, but in a positive spin. Says the Panovich Arav, and then Zichron Shmur, Shmur Ozovsky brings this down in the Shmuz. The Panovich Arav said that they were at war. At war? Could be they were Pater from Talmud Taira. Right? Even at night, like Rashi says, they weren't fighting at night, but they got a rest. The next day is another war. Could be their putter. In Hilchas Tamatira, when you open up a, a Yaradeya, Hilchas Tamatira, could be at this point their putter from Tamatira. Why? They're in the middle of a war. Maybe they don't have to learn. You yaitze with Kriyashma, Shachris, and Arvis, you could be yaitze. Why do they have to learn? Taira Tzivalanu, perhaps they were putter from. But says the Panavich that there's another aspect to Taira, and that's the Shira of Taira. Not because you're obligated. You don't sing because you're obligated. You sing because it's Geshmak. You sing when you have nothing else to do and you're just roaming around. What do you do? You hum to yourself. Because that's your life. Your life is Shira. That has nothing to do with obligations anymore. If Taira is a Shira to you, even if you're Pater, you're singing the Taira. So the, Yeshua said to the Malach, are you coming out Taira Tzivalanu or are you coming in Litzarenu? So the Malach said, I'm not coming because of the Taira of Taira Tzivalanu. That wouldn't be such a Taina. But you're right, you're Pater. But you're not learning because of the Shira? 
Tyra is not your life, that when you have a rest, you're just singing that Shira Satira, that I have a Taina. And it's an unbelievable Chiddush, according to this Panavich Rav. For that, the Malach came, Vechar B'Shlufa B'Yadai. Why? Because Tyra wasn't a Shira. So we have Hillel telling us that it was Pikuach Nefesh for him, and he was allowed to be Moisa Nefesh for it. But here, the way the Panavich Rav is explaining, you may be Pater from Talmud Tyra, but the Shira of Tyra. Taira is our life. Taira is our shira. Taira is something ishmak when we have nothing else to do, when we have other things to do, when things are stressful. But if it's our shira, it's our life, nothing's going to stop us from the Libra Taira. That was the Panavich of Zvart. That is the Meshachachma. And Bez Hashem, we should all be Zaycha to think about these ideas. And we should be Zaycha that Taira should be a shira in our lives. Have a wonderful evening. Oh, yeah.